Welcome back to another episode of Purely Awesome Dads. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Proust, along with... Jeff Averly. How's it going, Justin? Good to see you again, man. Dude, great seeing you, my friend. Very exciting today. And before we get started here, we've got two things to cover. One, what we've done awesome. And two, we got a special guest over here today. So we'll let him introduce himself in just a second here. And we're going to kick you off, Eric, with a, um, uh, the first question for you is going to be what you've done awesome this week. So, but first I'm going to go to Jeff. What have you been doing awesome this week, my friend? All right. So uh, just one thing I think of the top of my head here, you know, I like to do a lot of swimming. Um, it's getting into cooler, you know, fall weather here now. Um, but uh, fortunately, the outdoor pool I'm at is, is heated. I think they keep it around 82 degrees. Wow. Around. I went out and I did like my fastest, like 100, I was doing 100 yard, um, you know, laps, I guess, right? And 25 yards too. High five. And I did. Thank you. And yeah, I did like my fastest by, by a few seconds. So wow. maybe I've kind of finally recovered here the last few weeks after, you know, triathlon and, and, uh, and big mountain bike race, right? A couple weeks ago. Um, but it was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting it. And I went out there and I was just trying to kind of push it a little bit. And uh, I had a PR, so I got to keep working on that speed. Well, Jeff is bucket. an ardent purist, and I think that's really awesome. So the thing I did this week real quick um, was I set a challenge up for the next 30 days. There's this thing at F45 where it's the 45 day challenge. Uh, I'm going to do the next 30 days nonstop work every day to go to F45 every single day. And usually oh, I do it. <laughs> I've already done five days this week. Today, wow. I got up and I literally was like, F me. Like, this is, this is not <laughs> the right thing to do. Like, so I'm sore everywhere. And yesterday they did this thing um, called the Bears. And uh, for those that don't do F45, do hashtag F the Bears or something like that, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll post in the video here. And it is basically all F45 people saying that was the worst, hardest thing we've ever done. So I'm uh, I'm a little tired today. I feel good. I, I feel like I made it through day five. Day six is going to be a challenge, but that's uh, that's where I'm at. So I haven't set any PRs. The only PR I've set is that this is the most in consecutive days of F45 that I've been to. So And only 25 days ago. Yeah. <laughs> only. That's it. That's only. It. With that, Eric, I want to go ahead and introduce. So Eric and I have been friends forever. Uh, we, he actually predates even Jeff and I. We met in Los Angeles years and years ago. We were comedians and writers and all these things together. And so with that, Eric, I want to go ahead and introduce you. And then after you introduce yourself, I'd love for you to tell us what have you been doing awesome recently? Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, thank, thanks for that uh, intro to the intro, Justy. And um, yeah, <laughs> Justy and I met uh, years ago at uh, the Second City. Justy and I both did the conservatory and writing programs at Second City. So we had some uh, great adventures in, uh, uh, in, in that venue and, and a lot of improv and comedy to follow. Um, when I'm not doing that, uh, I grew up in Toronto, so hence the, uh, the, the Toronto reference. <laughs> I am the uh, token. And, and the accent too, right? Yes, There's exactly. a bit of an accent there. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. And I got to tell you, of all the people we've uh, on here, that is that is the most thorough background ever. I feel like this is almost <laughs> an interview. We almost like you got the job, Eric. You got the job, man. <laughs> and you got the voice for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, you got it nailed. <laughs> now we got to ask though. Besides being Canadian and just being awesome in general, what have you done recently? I'm assuming it's going to revolve around rollerblading. Am I correct, or am I off on this one? Well, there's certainly been a lot of blading. So one of the things that happened so when this uh, this pandemic hit, and then specifically um, the lockdown started in uh, in LA on uh, on March 17th, 2020. So St. Patrick's Day. So um, 
as opposed to being able to go down the street to Brennan's, where they usually opened up at 5 a.m. so that people could start, you know, get a jump on the drinking. The green uh, beer. Yeah, they didn't even open, nor did anybody, including my gym. So um, trying to figure out what can I do to stay in shape and uh, pulled out the rollerblades. A decade ago when Justy lived here, you know, we used to go blading literally every weekend. And, we, you know, we'd, we'd blade up to uh, back on the beach, uh, take off our shoes, sit in the sand, take off our blades and, uh, and eat and drink uh, merrily. Um, in the last decade, blading has kind of fallen off in, in L.A. and probably around the world, to be honest. Uh, it went from being sort of... Uh, very arguably, chic. Yeah, to being very unchic. Yeah. But you're, you're French, too, partly, sounds like. So it's big in France. I hear it's still big in France. Well, and then it's big back yourself. For, so for 10 years, it, went, it, it disappeared. You know, it was replaced by all of these different cycling trends. There was the, uh, you know, the, the beach cruisers... Uh, which I never really got. There was back to mountain bikes, uh, more recently back to, to old, you know, touring bikes and everything. Uh, and at the same, same time, a little, uh, the, the onset of e-scooters, uh, which are illegal on the bike path and sidewalks in Santa Monica and L.A., uh, but people do it with impunity. And then e-bikes, you know, which people are riding around 35 miles an hour, like they're like on, on the bike path and almost killing people. So it's been an interesting thing. <laughs> but yeah, all of which is to say, all these trends, all these things have happened. Blading had almost disappeared. Even I was only blading maybe twice a year, if that, you know. Uh, but I decided, you know, I want to stay in shape. I want to do something. I pull out my blades, and uh, I blade for uh, 20 days. It rains. Um, see, and you can't really blade in the rain, as anyone who blades in it. I blade one more day. It rains again. And then I blade for the next 470 days in a row. So, um, nice. yeah, so that was that was quite, quite an adventure. I will say that uh, I was not the only one, though. So a lot of people realized this was, you know, a good pandemic thing. Um, rollerblade sales apparently uh, uh, increased 700% last year. So they went from year one year. to seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. So 700%. <laughs> I'm holding up five fingers. 700%. Well, now, speaking of all this stuff, right? Let's talk about diet for a second here, because just to give you context here, Eric is very fit um, just in general. He's been, you know, athletic since I've ever known him, just like Jeff and I. And However, though, I'm still not convinced he doesn't have a tapeworm because this man can pack away food like no one else. So I want to, my first question to you is, how, you know, like, how do you stay fit basically from a diet standpoint? I know you've tried different things, but what are you doing currently? You know, so a lot of things, Justin, I, say, I, I appreciate you bringing that up, you know, and it, it is true that I'm someone who, um, who has eaten a lot at times, like uh, you and I have gone to uh, uh, Fogo de Chon, for example, and, uh, you know, most people will sit down, go, you know, get get a bunch of meats, turn the card over, and, and, and make it red. Um, I virtually never turn it over. I mean, it's green for three hours, and so, yeah, if a few pounds of meat. You got to try them all, right? Yeah. Well, it's a few times. At least once. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 thrice. And yes, uh, yes. well, Korean barbecue is a little crazy too, because it's same it's same thing. But getting back to the to the specific question, yeah. So I mean, I've I've tried, you know, I've tried to be uh, healthful, and I, I have I have some severe dietary restrictions because I'm uh, I'm essentially allergic to all fruits and vegetables. So uh, a lot of a lot of protein during during the pandemic. But I did start doing so, you know. So I I uh, uh, went on to I tried the oatmeal diet. And that's an interesting one. And it's like, you know, a lot of I haven't people, heard of that one. What, what, really? What? Oh, it's, not only is it legit, I mean, most of the, you know, most of the major health sites, like if it's, be, whether it's HealthNet or the Mayo Clinic, like all these recognized people talk about the, uh, the oatmeal diet. If you were doing it super rigorously, 
It's three servings of oatmeal a day, and that's it. And one, of course, you know. Sounds one, terrible. I like oatmeal. Everyone, but... Well, everyone knows oatmeal is like good for, you know, reducing cholesterol um, and, and everything, you know, so it's good <clears throat> that way. And you will absolutely lose weight, but that's because you're getting about 400 calories of, you know, of nutrition a day. So, so at the very beginning, uh, that same week, you know, that I started rollerblading, my sister up in Toronto called me and uh, said, hey, Eric, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to hook you up. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because, because at that time, if people remember, it's so hard to believe that this was, you know, a year and a half ago, not only could we not see anybody, we weren't even supposed to go to stores or anything. You know, we weren't supposed to like, you, you weren't supposed to go out at all. So Jillian, my sister, very kindly sent me some uh, pre, uh, pre-prepared meals from a company that does it here. And um, it was fascinating because I, I, this was not her intent or mine, but I lost 11 pounds in, you know, in, in seven days. And I wasn't, wow. I wasn't particularly over, in fact, you know, most people would argue I wasn't overweight at all before that. Um, and then over the course of a couple of weeks, I ended up losing about 18 pounds. So much, like I lost so much weight, in fact, that I was worried that it was a, a problem that maybe yeah, I, I was going to say that's crazy. That I had COVID or something because we didn't know at the time what COVID did to you know. And so I was thinking maybe maybe this is COVID. Um, what, what were in the meals? What? what if, well, what was it was that? like they were macro boxes. Is the is, it happens to be this company? So it was like a macrobiotic type of, di- of diet. What is that? I don't even know. What's a macrobiotic? Is it like just small portions of thing? Like basically like super small because they're macro. I, I mean. I mean, it's a little no. It's a little related to uh, to to keto. So you know, so it is, okay. it is protein, but it's it's got it's got quite a few vegetables and everything as well. And so it's, um, you know, we'd have to look it up to to be a bit more specific about it. But I mean, it's one it's one trend that people have been doing. However, th- there was something else happening that I didn't realize until months later. Uh, it, it was that uh, you know, as I said, I had to stop going to the gym. And I was blading and starting to do, and, and eventually started doing yoga. Muscle. But, I, but just hemorrhaging muscle mass. Like, uh, I'm the kind of person who, like, in, I, a friend of mine who was uh, working out with me for, for a, a couple of weeks was like, you just go in, you lift weights, and you're huge. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's why people work out. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not how most people work. It's not normal. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so, not normal. But it turns out if I stop working out for a few weeks, I lose a lot really quickly as well. And so uh, so that happened. And then the other thing that happened was, um, you know, I, I don't want to out Justy on, on your guys' show, but but Justy used to be, you know, a, a drinker of some renown. And, um, you know, and we'd, we'd, we, we, we would imbibe together. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we had nights at the foundation room at the House of Blues. We, you know, we, we, we had... An adventure the first time I ever drove in my car. I mean, we had, we had a lot of a lot of a lot of things that uh, that demonstrate a, a prior less refined lifestyle. Well, I wouldn't say less. <laughs> refined, less, less refined. It was refined. You're having fun. Partying. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 So I um, realized that like the first few months, I literally didn't see anybody. I mean, I at the first few weeks, I didn't go out at all. I was just getting food delivered. After you know, you could start going to the grocery store and to Costco and stuff. I started doing that fully masked and social distanced, waiting in line to get into some of some of those places. But those are the only people I saw, except you know, passing people when I was rollerblading, and not even many of those because there weren't that many people on the street or on the bike path. You know, at the time. Now there's tons, but at the, at the time, nobody. Um, I didn't have a drink for four and a half months. I. Uh, it turns out I'm totally a social drinker. Like I don't drink. I've never drunk myself. Like I've never understood the people who. Uh, you know, the, the the traditional, you know, I came home and had a six-pack after a tough day. Well, you, that's because you never lived in Texas. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. But I've never... That's normal. 
That's it's par for the course out here. Yeah. Well, there's, so, there's so many people who drink because they're they're having a bad moment or something. Like you know they need like the whole I need a drink. I've never needed a drink. I mean I drink because it's fun or I like and I like being social and being out with people. But I but I've never needed a drink. I mean I, I just it's not, I've never needed anything like that. Like you know to support like some chemical re- way to pump yourself back up. I mean that's just an anthem an anthema to me. And so I went four and a half months without a drink because I wasn't seeing anybody. So why would I drink? So between so, the diet, we'll go back to the diet for a second. Here, but but no, but the, reason, the reason I bring that up is because, okay, so I mean, so there's all these diet components and there's the working out and there's the not working out. I was talking to uh, my, my boy, Kevin Dowell, uh, who, who Justy's aware of. And, uh, and we're talking and... Uh, but I mentioned, you know, I've lost like 25 pounds. I've been doing like these different types of diets. I'm eating the oatmeal diet. Uh, um, I'm doing the, the the bulletproof coffee daily, you know, which we can chat about a little. But uh, um, and, and and he goes, well, I know it's all really, really impressive. And I said, I'm probably losing a bit of muscle mass at this point. I realized he goes, yeah, definitely. Um, and I haven't had a drink in four and a half months. And he goes. That's a hundred percent of the reason you've lost all that weight. He said, "Exactly." Forget all the other things. It's because you haven't had any alcohol, and that was uh, interesting and, and disheartening. If that, if there's tr- any truth to that, uh, Jeff, I think oh, you totally. can attest. I was gonna say it's hundred percent. We're with Kevin in this, right, Jeff? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Do you guys yeah. think alcohol has that much impl- in, impact on on your your weight and health? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you're drinking. I mean. A drink a day or or more, I'd say. If you're just having one or two, you know, on the weekend or whatever, you know, I, I think that's not not a big deal. But but I've noticed personally when I've gone on, um, you know, training for long, you know, ultra run or whatever, and I haven't you know had a drink for like two or three months before that that race. Yeah. And I've noticed, and I you know, not that I get a lot really overweight, I guess, but some usually kind of working out. But but I've noticed a big. I mean, my, my, right? my BMI is up to 19. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you fatty. <laughs> exactly. So it's not more of a weight thing for me. It's just more of a feeling better, feeling, you know, better performance. Um, I, I just, I never realized before, you know, this is a few years ago when how much of an impact just having one drink the night before you go on a long run or training or whatever, you're cutting that out. It was like, wow, this, I, I felt so much better and just, uh, wow. It, you know, run longer, feel, yeah, yeah, perform much better. Stay tuned for part two, where Eric explores more of his diets and Jeff and Justin laugh at some of the hilarity that Eric's brains. Mm-hmm.